everyone, the road to Endgame has come to its logical end with, of course, the review of Avengers Endgame. But don't turn this off yet if you haven't seen it. We will do a quick review of it with no spoilers, and then we will have a interlude, and then we will have the actual bigger discussion with all the spoilers. But I, of course, can't do this by myself, so I've summoned some people who join me on this long, long road to Endgame. I have... Of course, my partner in crime in the world of Star Wars, Zach, from the Knights of Vader and Cinemodities podcast. How's it going today, sir? Ahoy, hoy, folks. And, of course, I couldn't do this without one of the Davids, so I got David Luzader of Movie Go Around and Brokebot Mountain fame. How are you today, sir? Ahoy, doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, very nice. All right, so non-spoiler review of this real quick or, or non-spoiler like would we recommend this i i i kind of give this as a given but let's say we have a friend who who wants to go see this movie let's let's just call him phil <laughs> let's just call him um um zach what's another name for being like like um belligerent or angry or interrupting people <laughs> obnoxious uh different words shorter go 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 shorter uh filthy okay um a noob he's not gonna get it um no. I, I, I'll, I'll i'll say let's 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 just say rude but for the sense of this <laughs> let's just spell it r-o-o-d yeah that's right this this fictional person <laughs> this phil this rude. fictional individual phil rude would we recommend this to phil uh david i'll let you go first since oh. I, I assume you would be very familiar with this individual that we have fictionally made up uh, let's see the fictional individual. I would say, uh, if you have seen most of the Marvel movies, I, I don't think I should say all of them, but you know, uh, enough that you have a really good sense of these characters and their interplay, at least all of the Avengers films and at least one to two of the individual films, uh, then yes, I think that you should see this movie. This movie is great. Uh, to, to put it simply, to put it quickly, however, if you are a, perhaps a real-life person named Phil Rude, it's <laughs> probably just going to feed into your commergentness. I'd still give it a try, maybe when it's on Netflix or Disney Plus down the road, but I don't know how you're going to feel about it in theaters. All right, all right. Zach, how about you, sir, for this fictional individual that we have created? All right, for this fictional individual that does not exist in the real world, um, who got th snapped away by Thanos, I like to imagine. Yes, let's um, imagine that. Yes. Um, no, I, I thought this was a solid film. I don't think it's the second coming of Christ, as a lot of people are making it out to be. And I think years from now, we're, time will not look kindly upon this film, but in the initial uh, epicenter of the hype, um, it's neat. It's, it's a cinematic feat that's unparalleled. I give them a lot of credit for putting this to paper, never mind spending $300 million, if not probably half a billion dollars to make it all together. But um, at this point, it's solid. Um, I have to say that if, if you were going to see this, you might as well spend like the ten fifty to see it in the theater. Even if you don't like it, like this imaginary person um, that, that we're alluding to probably would not. Um, see it in the theater because watching it on home video, you're definitely going to lose a nice portion of the, the spectacle of it all. Um, I, I myself would definitely recommend this to be seen if you are vaguely into comics or have even somewhat followed the MCU. 
I feel it's one of those movies that, like Avatar, is something that needs to be seen, like experienced in a theater, too, to an extent. But that's also coming from a huge comic book fan who, I mean, like I said, there's none. I don't think there's any of these movies I haven't seen in theaters, per se. But yeah, it's one of those, like I said, it is something to be experienced. It is, I, I think Zach may be right that years from now, it's something we might look back on differently. But right now, it is the, it is, it is the bee's knees, as the kids are saying. So I would definitely say this is a, this is a definitely go see it. If you're listening to this and haven't seen it yet, what are you doing? Go see it. If you're not into comics, then still go see it. Why not? It's, it's three hours. You, you can just go and just do sit, sit, sit there and, and interrupt, I guess, scenes by clapping too much. Is right? there, is there, I'm looking at the grosses. Is there anybody on the face of this earth that hasn't seen it yet that wants to? Uh, Ellie. Right. <laughs> Ellie. Really? Ellie. Ellie has just not gotten the chance yet. She had, mm. she had some, um, other obligations going on this weekend. So we will, of course, work on that with a follow up to this with the Ellie review of Endgame. But with that, gentlemen, um, and dear listener, we are going to move on to a different discussion for a few minutes to give people time if they don't want stuff spoiled to turn off this podcast and hopefully restart it later. But um, there was a tragic event today on the internet. <laughs> the first images slash just moving images, just the first time I have had the misfortune of seeing the Sonic live action movie trailer has come to me today and it's the eyes the eyes really bother me a lot <laughs> it really bothers me for some reason i i don't know about you guys but it's just wait where, where he's crouching down he's got that scowl on his face that's fine the eyes look fine there everywhere else in this i don't know why it's like they're too small they don't look right this is terrifying me someone please get 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 get, get that get that thing away so that's 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 my first impression also teeth and terrible I, song choice. Sorry. Oh yeah, the song choice not great. I don't get why it has to be live action. That's all I can think when looking at all of this. Is why is this a live action movie? You could have made a decent animated Sonic film that would have probably been so much better. Still have Jim Carrey voice Robotnik. Still would have been great. But what why, are we doing? Why don't you just have Disney and Pixar make it and have it be Wreck It Ralph? Or yeah, just just a Wreck It Ralph spinoff movie where it's the Adventures of Sonic on in the internet. Why not? Like, they, like I, I don't understand. Who asked for this? As somebody who is a fan of the Sonic games, I never sat there as a child and went, "I want a live action Sonic." Actually, on this discussion that we're having today, I would love to talk to my younger self and be like, "Hey, I got good news for you. There's going to be a superhero movie that's going to blow you away. It's going to be this, 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 and this. And it's going to be so awesome." It's also going to be a live action action Sonic movie that you're going to hope never happens. So, I said if I could somehow time travel, that's what I'd tell myself. Zach, what do you think about all this? Um, I guess full disclosure, I've never been a Sonic fan. I'm kind of indifferent. I my think entire... we all won't by the end of this. <laughs> well, like my entire extent with like my familiarity with that character was I never played the games, never watched like the, the animated series. Uh, I remember once, like, my family and I went to, like, on vacation, and we went to, like, Denny's, and they were giving, like, Sonic plushes away for, like, a dollar or maybe two bucks with, like, the purchase of a kid's meal. My parents bought me one, 
and that's it. I, I really have no affinity for this character. Um, I agree with uh, both of you about like the gangster's paradise. Oddly enough, I was singing that all day today because it's such a bizarre choice for a kids' movie trailer. <laughs> it makes no sense in any context with this. Yeah, it doesn't make any yeah. sense, but it's um, you know what? I I was humming. I don't know. Coolio somewhere got a nice check. And I'm happy for him. Um, just to show how out of touch with the rap community I was, I for a little bit thought it was going to be Amish Paradise for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> you're, I, so, you're so white and nerdy, Zanger. Yes, I am. Oh, I am very much so. And also, I I guess there is a little bit of me that wants to see this movie purely out of one. I want to see a dumpster fire happen in 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 like on screen and two i think we might be seeing the return of like 90s jim carrey look it's like this is the worst movie i'm gonna see six times in theaters <laughs> like that's just that's how it's gonna be now i probably won't probably won't ever see this movie uh to be perfectly honest i, I was you know when they released the first images i was like eh, okay he looks like a little bit weird but whatever you know i'll wait till i see it in action and maybe you know, maybe it'll be good. And usually, like when a trailer comes out, I can still be like, "Well, that's not the like the product." But this is like everything they showed us here. I'm like, "If this is, we're just getting more of this." I don't want it. I don't. There's like there's a one decent joke in the whole trailer, and I'm pretty sure it's the one decent joke in the whole movie. And so I'm out. Which wait, which which joke is that? The child abduction? Yeah, it's uh, which. Okay. Is, is, that, is that your child in there? Well, no, no. Well, there's a child, but it's not my child. Okay, I, I was wondering if it was that or the Jim Carrey, like being Jim it's, Carrey. It could. This could very well be like, oh man, that movie's so terrible, but Jim Carrey is amazing in it. Like, yeah. I believe that still might happen. Like, I I just watched this. I'm like, this seems like old Jim Carrey. Like this this seems like less crazy Jim Carrey. So I'm like, maybe that's that's something to it. Of course, it's got that little glitch thing out at the end where it shows him like looking like classic Robotnik, which I'm like, I my guess is that that their little battle between the two of them has been going through like either different dimensions or worlds or something, and that that's how he got here and Sonic got here, and it's going to be something to where they're going to try to franchise this. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, hold on. I'm going to take a huge drink after saying that because of the implications. <laughs> The, the the rumor is that that uh, is like one of the final shots of the movie meant to set up the sequel. Oh, buh. <laughs> so is it is it bad to show the after credit scene in a trailer? Well, when you got nothing else going for your movie. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Except I get the audience in there somehow. <laughs> True that. Um, all right, I think we've we've given enough time for people to if they have not um, seen the movie yet to tune out or have just been blindingly angry at the fact that we've talked about sonic for far too long already um so this movie wow um on that note let's go around real quick how many times has each of us seen this so far david i'll start with you just once uh almost tried to go see it again over the weekend but enough time i was gonna go see it this morning but i decided to do other stuff instead so I have only seen it once myself. Now for the awkward moment. Zach? I have seen it two times. I would have thought there would have been a third one by now, but I'm I'm, no, I'm still no, I'm proud of you. Out, man. I'm still I'm proud of you. I'm proud on this. So um, I don't, I'm trying to think of how to start this or where to start with it, too, because um, 
David, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm cheating because me, me and Zach have kind of already talked about this. So, David, what was, as a as a huge comic book fan, mm-hmm. what were your immediate takeaways from this movie? Uh, so, before this movie came out, I had been saying forever that what I wanted to happen was the death of Steve Rogers and the retirement of Tony Stark. What they gave me instead was the death of Tony Stark and the retirement of Steve Rogers. Uh, so I somewhat called it, I guess, uh, it was very emotional, all of that happening. Um, it, I mean, it did truly feel like the end of the 11 years of films, you know, not necessarily, not the end of these characters. There's going to be more movies and, and more have been set up even by this film itself, but it did feel like okay, this thing we've been building up towards, it's it's done. We 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 did it. We got there, and I think that this was a good ending. It was a good cap off. It was they they did a good job. All right, Zach, um, you're up next. Uh, like Zenger said, we kind of discussed this on the Star Wars podcast because uh, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> but uh, no, like I, I, I kind of went into this gritting my teeth. Um, I, I loathed Infinity War. I think that's it's just spectacle, the movie. And I, I was shocked by how much I enjoyed this. I genuinely did because it's like Zenger knows from our Civil War discussion. I, I, I do not like it when everything kind of just devolves until it's punch each other in the face for 15 minutes. So the fact they actually had to be creative with a lot of their uh, – their schemes and stuff. It just didn't automatically involve in, like going to a fist fight. I, I enjoyed that. Um, the ending ending again, I, I, nobody's dead in these movies. Everybody's something's going to happen. Someone's going to have to bring someone back. Um, I still can't figure out why, uh, why, uh, Thanos needed the infinity gauntlet when basically Tony Stark could just put it into his regular earth made glove. Um, the more I keep thinking about this movie, it starts to kind of dissolve in my hand. Well, like here, the end here's the war. Here's what I have to ask, though. Is it dissolving, or is it just, like, nitpicks? No, because, like, the <laughs> biggest one that bothered... Well, okay, two weeks ago, it's, it's a movie. They can do whatever they want. I don't care. Um, but I think it's... Considering that, like, the kind of audiences we have today, um, it's kind of like... I always do the comparison of, if Batman v Superman did this, how many times would we crucify that film? And yet, in, in this movie... And keep in mind, folks, I, I like this movie. I do. I genuinely like this movie. And it doesn't bother me, though, but I think it's interesting that so many people are shielding this because you have something like Gamora and it's like, oh, why can't we bring Scarlett Johansson back? And it's like, we just go in time and pick out another one. It's like, well, no, they, we can't do that. I mean, they, they didn't want to bring anybody from this alternate reality over into that existence. Like, Gamora getting there was not like, hey, guys, let's let's get Gamora because we want Gamora. It was Thanos and Nebula cheated the system and brought a Gamora over. Yeah, oh no, uh, no, I get that. But it's the idea that, like, I don't know how you can have a final battle, a crescendo of 11 years, and not have Scarlett Johansson there. It's like, I just don't get, like, on a, uh, oh God, the fan, oh God, what do you call it, the, um, fan service level. I'm like, she is such an integral part of these movies, how you cannot... Do something again. She, she have- had a lot of stuff building up to it, though. I mean, I'm, I'm but, not. I'm not trying to defend the movie in that sense, but I mean, she was the leader of the Avenger, or at least what was left of the Avengers. It seems like she was like the spearhead for a lot of stuff going on on Earth after the 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 dusting. 
Is it called the de- they, what was it? They de- call Decima- it the decimation. decimation. Okay, because sorry, de- decimation for me is it, it's one out of a, it's every tenth. It's, it's supposed to be yeah, it, yeah. It, it destroys it by a tenth. Yeah. Yeah. So so it, it, it messes with, with my head to say that that way, but yeah. Um. No, I mean she was leading everyone. She was very much integral in a lot of this stuff, and yeah, I do agree. Not having her there in the end was, but I. I, I've but, I've watched some stuff and thought about some stuff with the time stuff, and they kind of try to put a nice little bow on it, with still some stuff seeping out from each side that we could nitpick. But at the same time, they kind of make their time rules relevant to itself, even though it, Steve Rogers appearing at the end is kind of like a wait, it, what? It makes no sense. With, with, with yeah. what they established, it makes absolutely <laughs> zero it, sense. It it doesn't. It, the only way it can make sense is if somehow he was able to use some machine to get himself there for that moment. Yeah. But I'm willing to, like, I don't want to say this movie, oh, like, we can't criticize it, we can't talk about the issues, but I'm always going to walk away from this conversation stop being like, oh, wait, Steve Rogers can't be, oh, this whole thing falls apart. Like, they gave us an emotional ending. Oh, they did. They so and, did. And Zach's and ruining th- it by pointing out all the nitpicks. <laughs> no, no, I'm not I, ruining it. No, because what you're, whatever you're pointing out, I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, that's fine. Like, yeah, I had plenty of thoughts about, like, here's, you know, here's issues with this part, issues with this part. But it's like, at the end of the day, was I entertained? Was I given a, an emotional good story? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to say, hey, that's funky and doesn't quite line up. But I'm not going to be like, well, I can't watch that stupid movie again. Steve Rogers was there. He shouldn't be there. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I did, I, I watched all these movies leading up to this, and I regretted no minute of it. Like, it, it was one of those things where the, it was like the perfect it's capstone. Not even Guardians of the Galaxy 2? What? Not even Guardians of the Galaxy 2? <laughs> or Iron Man 3? Yeah, good God, no. That, not that one again, please. Uh, worst one. Um... No, I mean, it, it was it was great to watch these and just remember, you know, that this has taken this long. This is something that I could never have imagined. And this movie, well, like I said, was the perfect capstone to something amazing that, that they have done or um, astonishing or uncanny or whatever other adjectives they put in front of whatever Avengers comic they're writing these days. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is it, – it was phenomenal. Like I said, I, I was in awe in the theater – and yes, I'm, we're probably just going to continue to nitpick this at times. But like I said, this this movie is just it accomplished something that like that that end battle is something I never thought I'd see. like in my wildest dreams I could not have imagined that scene. And it's one of those things where I'm like I'm sure I could watch it 50 times and still be seeing new stuff because apparently Howard the Ducks in there somewhere fighting. Yes, yeah, which I was like, what? Apparently it's um. It, he, you can see when Wasp is coming out of one of the portals, he's like behind her in the background holding a weapon. Yeah. So I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like the the, the whole end battle scene is just a, a, a tour de force of just like 10 years of building to that moment in my mind. But of course, nobody from the TV shows is there. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they, they kind of gave a little bit of a nudge to the TV shows with Jarvis showing up during when they were back well, at the yeah, military but, base. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't have two people who are super strong. One guy who's like impervious to all damage. Oh, show up. Oh, okay. Luke Cage. You don't have Luke Cage be there. Seems like no, a good you, time you, to have Luke you, Cage you there. You can't have somebody who's from a canceled show show up. I'm sorry, it just can't happen. It's he's still in continuity. <laughs> I, that, that that that's more. I I have. I don't want to say an, an issue. I've accepted at this point. Uh, but I just don't like the way that they're like, hey, these shows are in continuity. They're part of it, and then they're not part of it. We just ignore it when it, you know, yeah. actually matters and everything. 
So, uh, and, and like I said, the, the, the time travel stuff was cool because I felt like it was a nice little trip down memory lane. Some of that I could have done without some okay, of the, which, like... Okay, which one? Which, uh, which thing? Going into the elevator and being like, guys, remember the elevator fight scene? Remember that? Huh? Guys? I thought, like, yeah, I it, thought it was going to be another elevator fight, and I kind of liked how it ended instead. Yeah, that was, it was a fun, like, joke little moment. But apparently only, like, six people worked at S.H.I.E.L.D. at any one time. <laughs> apparently, and they all were HYDRA agents, too. Yep. Except for, like, like, he's like, except for Maria Hill and Nick Fury, everyone was a HYDRA agent. Oh, and Coulson. Yep, so. and uh, uh, Sharon. Um, Carter. Carter. Which is Why like, is kinda... she in this? Well, I don't think she could have <laughs> done much. What, what, what would this she have weird? done? Isn't it weird that uh, that Steve Rogers has kissed his own great niece? Yeah. See, now, now you're making arguments for me. I didn't even think of that one. <laughs> yeah. He just gave me ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that kiss was only inserted into the movie because Disney was scared that people would think that uh, Captain America had like feelings for Bucky. Oh, no. You, 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 <laughs> Zenger, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't tell you this, but during my... Uh, first showing of uh endgame during the end of the movie when he's like saying goodbye to everybody a person in my theater actually yelled at the screen kiss when they were looking at each other <laughs> and, you, and you know what the best part of it is it's i have it i have it recorded so perfect. if i send that to you will you please insert it right here i will if, if you send it to me i'll insert it all right i'll make sure to do that I'm sorry, it's one of those jerk moves to do, but God, a well-placed just yelling kiss already or something like that, it's just great sometimes. The, the fake spoiler I kept giving people before the movie started was that uh, before the final battle, Tony was going to kiss Steve and say, it's always been you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, by, by the way, so I don't, I can't remember if you were on before or after I talked with Zach about spoilers but um a lot of the stuff like that i thought was gonna I, I thought like i knew and zach knew wasn't really i mean it's it seemed like it was from an earlier draft of the film because a lot of it just elements of it were there now i'm, I'm wondering this from you david um mm -hmm. we already discussed this and like i said apparently this, this is turning into a part two of a uh, part one that's not even on this podcast um <laughs> somehow but there, there's uh, Zach. I think you'll explain it better about the Captain Marvel stuff. Uh, oh, about about the fact that she has practically no role in this film, despite the <sighs> fact she was the cornerstone of the marketing. That, and I thought you said that there was like supposed. There's allegedly a cut where she's like heavier in the movie, and I'm. I was thinking about that. I'm like, I don't see how she could have been any more relevant. She was fine the way she was in this movie. I just she... don't see what she could have added. She was fine, but the the problem is that they were making us seem like she was going to be the the tide changer. I mean, and not like she she had her moment of bringing down Thanos' ship. I don't want to say that, like that you know disparage that, but like she didn't come into the battle until pretty late. And yeah, she had a, she had a pretty badass moment one v one one v one Thanos one v one me bro. But like they made it seem like she when she's here everything changes. Like they're gonna win without any problem. I mean, even when they were on um, his little garden planet, which I'm sure someone's going to blurt out the name to. Did they give a uh, name to that? Uh, I, I, I assume somebody knew it. I'm sure somebody's in their car or at home yelling at their 
device that's playing this right now. But, um, no, I mean, she, she came in and pretty, I mean, handed him there, but I mean, he wasn't really up for a fight, it seemed like, even then. No, not to, not like to discourage, yeah, not to discourage Thor's win there, but, I mean, it's kind of like spiking the ball during, like, a game where you're about to get the slaughter roll in, in pose, so. Well, he was, he was angry. We all do things when yeah. we're mad. Yeah, well, you, and then go drink a ton and then become beer gut Thor, which I, I, uh, do I want to say I have a problem with that? Dad bought Thor. That you see, it's, for for years, Ellie has been like, "You should get in shape. You should get a Thor body." And I'm like, "No, Thor got my body." See, it was it was great. I thought it was a great gag uh, until the final battle when he looked a little goofy waddling around. <laughs> that that's like they. I'm sorry, they should have cheated somehow and went like he got both hammers somehow. He got fit again or something. I just yeah. done some weird cheat or maybe he just really missed Volstag a lot and was like, "I'll just be the new Volstag." <laughs> I, I it's it's that. one of those things I'm like please 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 in in the as guardians of the galaxy or whatever you do next get him at least vaguely back in shape because the 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 beer gut thor I think ran its course very quickly in this movie. Yes. Agreed. So I, I it was one of those things I I didn't expect it. It was I I think out of the movie out of everything that happened that was the thing that kind of left me going huh for a lot of the movie cuz I'm like are they really doing this? this a thing and it just i mean it was a nice wallet jokes while it lasted but it was one of those things i'm like i don't see where they can go with this besides nowhere so <laughs> yeah i mean the, the jokes were there right at the beginning it ran its course i mean the bigger thing was his like depression that they spent a little bit more time on which i enjoy because if you look at thor as i said before thor in the lead up to um infinity war had the worst probably week or weekend ever like of anybody oh, yeah. because dad died sister came back basically almost his entire race got destroyed hammer got, got destroyed hammer got destroyed attacked by thanos brother got killed like just everything happened to him that was terrible and then he even tries to get his revenge and and then gets taunted by the person he's trying to oh. get revenge on so let's let's talk about the loki escape oh hey we seems... get to talk about this because that scene, like, they, they they show that enough to make it seem like it's important. But that's, like, that's not MCU Loki. That's reality B Loki. Yes, that is an alternate timeline Loki because, so as, th- as was pointed out by the um, Ancient One and by a video I watched, they, they did a really good job <laughs> of explaining a lot of the time stuff. Anything that affects, like, you, it, it's just... You can't change your own past. Yeah, you, you can't. It's it's that, 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 that Loki has created a new timeline for himself, which... So... Disney streaming Does, service. I was going to say, is this the setup for the Loki TV series? Do you guys think so? 100%. I, I would go with that too because I don't know where else he could go, what else he could do. It, so, it also frees them from like having to deal with the main continuity of things. And they can just do whatever they want because it's now Loki with the with the um, Tesseract. Just teleporting yep. through, through space and time or whatever they figure out to do with them. I figure it's going to be fun. Also, the Wanda WandaVision is apparently a limited series, so I'm like, okay, good for them for not trying to make that uh, ongoing thing. Oh, it, well, it'll. It, well, I mean, those. I mean, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen are kind of big demand stars, so I'm not too surprised by that. <laughs> but I wonder if they're doing. I mean, I don't want to say 
huge demand, but they're working. Uh, I wonder if they're going to do that thing that they do in comics where it's like, we're going to try to give this a run. And if you like it, great, we'll keep it going. If you don't, it was a miniseries. They, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're saying it's a miniseries. Due to its popularity, we're going to keep it going. Yay. Yeah, we're going to do a season two. Yay. Um, another thing that I, I really enjoy, I'm, I'm just trying to pick out stuff just, just to, to try to counteract our nitpicks. Professor Hulk. I mean, it, it, I, I guess that's, that, that's just how we're going to get Banner from now on, too. Which I'm kind of liking that. Because I, I, I think it's funny. Just this giant Bruce Banner wandering around that's green. I thought it was fine. I don't want to say like it was bad. I just thought like it didn't. I thought it was okay for it, me. It was an it was a nice natural progression. I mean, I I, I liked him seeing his his like hulked out self and like oh I'm so embarrassed. I I did see uh, there was a, a a pretty good comment on Reddit that was like Thanos beat Hulk's ass so hard that it made him and Banner get along. <laughs> um, Zach, any. Deeper. Oh uh, no! I no! I like. I for the record. I like this movie. It's just the fact that it's it's really it's, the thing that bothers me. I'll get to Professor Hulk in a uh, moment. It's just the whole idea that like you guys have seen it, like every single like moment now, whether it be on like Twitter or just any of the blogs that like cover pop culture stuff. It's like the Russo brothers explain this. It's like oh, the writers explain that, and it should be all be summed up with. I think it's what the Simpsons, itchy, uh, itchy, scratchy, and poochy. Where, like one of the nerds is like in the crowd, like uh, Mr. Simpson, episode three, season yeah. four, and it's like he goes this entire thing, and Homer goes, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> that- are you telling me that a man who wears a T-shirt says "genius at work" spends all his days <laughs> watching a children's show? Exactly, and that's how be, like the, the, the filmmakers should be like. It's a movie; we can do whatever we want. None of this matters. And I think I, that's what—that's what they should say, agree. though. Yeah, it drives me nuts that people have to keep. It's the same thing that like happens with any sort. Like you guys know, like in blockbuster filmmaking or anything that nerds like to scrutinize. It's like it doesn't matter. Let the filmmakers be creative. It's just the fact that like, oh, if we're going to attack one thing, we got to attack everything. Then, and on, like, on that's a, why it's fun to dissect it. On a side note. People are asking them for stuff. Meanwhile, uh, J.K. Rowling's out there going, <laughs> by the way, Hagrid's favorite song was Africa. Not that anyone asked. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, it's, I think it's okay, and it's probably smart for them to like have a thought about this because they know people are going to ask them in this day and age uh, versus that like, oh, hey, guys, you want to know about Professor Thor? You want to you know about that? You want, here, here's, here you go. Why aren't you talking about it? We're happy to answer it. Uh, it's... Like it's just the age that we're in, where they're like, "Well, it's gonna look really bad if we're like, oh, it's it's just a movie, you know." So it's like, let's have an answer that we can say why this. Happened. And like, they're storytellers. I don't want to say they haven't thought about these things, but there's probably some stuff that they just straight up were like, "I don't know, we thought it was cool, and so we did it." And it's nothing they can't retcon later or change later. Like they've, I'm pretty sure, done multiple times already in the MCU. I can't think of an instance off the top of my head, but I'm sure there is one. So we. Uh, Someone mentioned earlier, like nobody's really dead, and I, you know, I kind of hope that's not true. I would like to see some dead means dead. Um, here's here's how I would let it. I think it'd be okay though. Bring sure, bring back uh, Black Widow, and then throughout like the two movies that she's in, hint that this isn't Black Widow. We're doing Secret War, everybody. Oh no! Boo. I didn't even think of that. Oh, they that, made that Civil War into a movie. Boo! Secret. 
that's what they're getting. Oh God, you're right. I don't oh, want Zanger, secret, He's right. I don't want Secret Invasion because the scrolls were nice and they they had a nice moment and they kind of just came and went out of the MCU like a wait. Hold on a sec. Time out. What if the, the the Black Widow that sacrificed herself was the scroll? No. No. That's cheating. So. Red Skull would have called that out. <laughs> The red you tell me that red skull would have pointed out the scroll. Yes, yes, he would have because he knew who he he knew who she was. Yeah, he knew who her father was, and she didn't even know that. I I try to make a funny joke about their names sounding similar, but (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't thinking about that hard. But no, you're with nerds now. You you just got Uh, nerdy. (laughs) What if the scrolls uh, the scrolls name father's name was Ivan? That's doubtful. Come on. <laughs> no, no, Come no, on. Be, be, be realistic here, Zach. Come on. <laughs> There's no scrolls named Ivan. There's, yeah, what are you... That's so ridiculous. There's no <laughs> aliens named Ivan. Come on. <laughs> oh, God, this movie. Uh, yeah, this movie's something else. I, uh, okay, where do you think the alleged... I'm going to say that now with big quotation fingers. The alleged Black Widow movie will take place. There's all this talk about Budapest. Uh, no, I want to just keep being a thing they talk about, and we never know what it is. Unfortunately, that's not. That's one thing that I don't like about the MCU. I didn't need to see Nick Fury getting his eyes, like losing an eye. And guess what? I thought the way it happened was really stupid. Yes, uh, I concur wholeheartedly. Thank you, Zach. I think uh, your opinion of that movie is uh, in the same vein. Yeah. So I think they will they will show us Budapest or like even if it's not what the whole movie's about, it's going to be like there's going to it's going to start in Budapest and we're going to see. Oh, that's what they mean. Every time they talk about Budapest, here's how Han Solo got his jacket. <laughs> uh, um, she got her name black. Her first name is black. Her last name is Widow because there was a spider crawling on the computer panel. Yeah. And it came to assigning her name. Oh, boo hoo. <laughs> I'm my guess would be maybe they'll explore the, like the time like that five-year time period where she's oh, really? leading the adventures that that might be a good well to go mm. to you can have cameos from stark and stuff to where it doesn't break that rule of they're dead yeah i just i don't know how much money you'd have to back up to robert downey jr's door at this point well no, I, I was just saying if if they wanted to have somebody come back it wouldn't right. be something that would be too far-fetched or too out there, even though it kind of was alluded to that they haven't really spoke to him in yeah. those five years, too. But yeah, I, I mean that 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 could be a nice well to go to of her, you know, leading the the a lot of the stuff and a lot of the recovery efforts. You can get you know a lot of stuff going on. I don't, I don't know. I mean that that's the thing. It's that I feel I'm not saying we're too late for a Black Widow movie, but it's kind of at this point I'm like, <laughs> but we're kind of a little too late, late for, for the Black, Black Widow, Widow movie. movie. It, it kind of has run its course, and I'm like, I mean, it would be cool to see it, but I'm like, I don't know what they could do with her per se. That would be, I mean, I don't, I that's that's the other thing. I kept on trying to find logic in this movie of where are they going next, and not real. Because I said I was thinking about that over the weekend, and I was like, you know what, I need to just enjoy this movie for what it is, and not try to sit there. And be like, where are they going next? Because this movie isn't about it. Yes, it has hints at where they're going next, but it was more about a conclusion to the ten, sorry, the eleven years of movies. So, I mean, well, yeah. Now that you mention it, though, I think you make a good point. It's like I remember before 
seeing this, it was like, okay, how are they going to make the Black Widow movie the follow-up movie to this? And I'm, I'm discounting Far From Home for the time being. And that would make perfect sense. You explain – that's the marketing angle to that. It's like a Black Widow movie after Endgame is like, pfft, who, who cares? But then you – guess what? She's one of only two characters that dies. Guess what? There's your marketing angle to get people back into the theaters, especially after – What, what happened during movie. that five years? What was going on? I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to do a prequel. I think a prequel would be considered a cop-out. That's not – it's got to be something about getting her back. For math audience's sake, not remember, got to take off. Like I always tell Zenger, we got to take off our nerd like hat and put on our uh, filthy casual hat of people who think about these movies twice a year. But here's the here's the the problem. They have to be, they have to be careful with saying dead is dead and then going back on that because look at how cynical and angry comic fans are. And after a movie like this, where it's like guys it's a big deal these characters are dead if they start recanting on that i think you're gonna start seeing some audience turn on them and i hope they're smart enough to realize that at this point after this movie's made like 400 million dollars in like four days i don't think there's honestly anything they can do to this other than just maybe running out of momentum because it's like okay we've had our fill i don't think something like that would she's a fan favorite character um, and how she died, considering she died in a more mystical way versus like a Tony Stark who kind of just like burned out literally in the sense of, I don't know. That's again, it, it's weird. I, I they think they such ha- a big deal of like, she can't come back because of the soul stone. Like she can't come back, but neither could Gamora though. At the end of infinity war, she, she, again, Peter Quill ruined the entire plan over that. And he gets her back and she just mysteriously disappears off the planet. But it's not her. It's not his Gamora though. But it's a Gamora. My Gamora. Sorry. <laughs> good, good, good callback. Um, no, like I said, I, I don't know, though. Maybe – I have no idea. But I think the whole idea – it can't be a coincidence that she's one of two people to die for good. And then the very next movie in Disney MCU proper is a her solo movie. That can't be a coincidence. Well, uh, it's, uh, her movie's not coming out until 2021 or 2022. No, it's, it's, it's May. It's this May. Wait, no, what? May of 2020. Well, not this May. I'm sorry. May, May is still, what, two and a half hours away? Or an hour and a half away? No, it's May 2020. Are you okay, sure? Well, I thought he had obligations still with DC to do stuff. No, we're talking about Black Widow. Oh, never mind. I thought we were talking about Gamora. No, I'm sorry. <sighs> I mean, uh, do you have any confirmation that's supposed to be May 2020? Or just like people have said... Uh, considering that they're already hiring actors, and that's kind of, it's, it's the unofficial, it's it's widely, it's unconfirmed confirmed. All that right. makes well, in sense. that case, I'm taking that with a large grain of salt. Folks, remember a year from now when Zenger and David are reviewing the Black Widow movie, who called it first? Okay. <laughs> exactly a year from now when they're reviewing it. <laughs> if, it com- if it comes out in May, that's fine, but it's like, the, the, like I don't know, we'll see. I mean, yeah, it's supposed to film this summer, and then... Yeah last through september i mean that's enough time i guess to edit it but i just to recant that quickly i would i would have giant issues with that they did the nick fury in, in winter soldier he died nick, like 40 minutes later they recanted. He, faked, he faked his death he didn't die what so the black widow it's a life model decoy what she, oh. if something having to do with the soul stone being returned returned her back and the but uh, that's not the first time the soul stone was taken. There were other blood stains on that rock. We don't. I mean, we don't know if any of those people came back, but 
How does that work? Like, do you if if you let it go, does it just go back and and Red Skull sitting there? He's like, ah, oh, dang it! Yeah, All right, right, let's do this again. I think that should be the Marvel like one shots they bring back from like the Blu-ray. It's Captain America returning each one of the stones and having a conversation with whoever is in charge of it for the time being. Like he has one with the Ancient One. He has another one with like Peter Quill on Morag, and then like the final ones, him and Red Skull like recounting like World War Two. I wish great. they didn't do. I mean, I, I liked how they brought Red Skull back, but man, they did that character dirty. I, I mean, he could come back, maybe. Still, nah. Like, okay, now what, okay. What's Captain the cur- America back on ice? What's the current situation with the stones in the MCU proper? Gone. They're gone. They're destroyed. Okay, so what's the purpose of the, the um, the Sorcerer Supreme and all them now? Uh, that does kind of uh, I mean that does kind of I mean to protect from magical stuff but now they don't have to Oh man Dormammu's coming Dormammu run Yeah they have to I mean they have to protect from external threats and yeah. from the magical plane exactly. like, what's, what's the phrase that we coined on uh Knights of Air? I was trying to avoid using it on this one Don't think about it that, How about that, we have another one for Zegnus? What what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> okay, good. Yes, that's that's the Zegnus one. Is what the hell are you talking about? Good, good. Um, no, just just to fill David and the listeners in, when we did the review on there, whenever there was like a nerd issue that popped up, I was like, just just don't think about it. And I was gonna oh, say no. on the on the next episode of Knights of Air, I was gonna be like, that's just be another Zinger persona. Is the don't think about it Zinger? He just runs into wherever someone is and just yells, don't think about it, and runs off. Yeah, I uh, when I was doing the Heck Yeah Comics podcast, my co-host Nick and I had to say all the time, like it's just a comic, go with it. Yeah, it, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things. I just, I just feel like I have to say sometimes. It's just, it's just, 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 just don't think about it. It's just don't. Yeah. They, they didn't, so you don't. <laughs> well, I want to ask you guys. You guys being obviously much more uh, knowledgeable on comics, is there you a reason why they nerds. chose? Well, okay. I. I think we're all nerds, though, but you guys are just more uh, learned than I am on this. Oh, okay. um, is there a reason why they chose the phrase time travel over, like, alternate dimension? Like, I think if you said time like, time travel, like, like they make a big point in the movie of, like, Terminator, Back to the Future, Bill and Ted. Uh, die Hard. Thank you. Die Hard, yeah. Uh, um, why not just say, oh, it's alternate? I think alternate dimensions would kind of... Because that messes with something to- in the MCU of, in alternate realities of the MCU... The Infinity Stones from those don't work unless they're in the reality they were originated from, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, I think, well, and I think also if you look at like the characters that first talk about time travel, it's like not the super scientists or whatever. And then once they say time travel to them, they're like, no, you no, it's not time travel. Oh, well, I, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean more of like a screenwriting sense. I'm like, why not? I, I think. Aud- like modern audiences would would understand that if you feel like, oh, we're going like dimension hopping. I think that would make a lot more sense. Because then it would be easier to be like, why don't we just grab, you know, the Black Widow from there and do this and do that. It it, it would have been a little bit more easier to say that instead. And then you open up like a world of infinite possibilities technically too. Which they do already. Even though Dr. kind of alludes to that. But but that's why I mean. Don't think about it. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell are you talking about <laughs> um no like i said like i i again i have no problems with this i think this is a goofy fun movie and it's not meant to be scrutinized this this, this uh, to this degree um 
But the problem is that that's where I kind of wish the filmmakers, and I get what David's saying, where it's like, oh, they have to have a response to it. But at the same time, they should, they should just be like, like, did you have fun watching this movie to every like question they get? If the person says yes, be like, okay, there's that's, your answer. Oh, that's what they want to do. Trust me. <laughs> I, I'm that's sure that's what every buddy who works in the MCU just wishes they could do sometimes. But another thing I, I did think about, and kind of, even though I didn't watch the movie, kind of noticed, kind of thinking about it, so, you have Loki escape with the with the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. You have that scene later where it shows him in his jail cell to show 100% that the, all these are different timelines and stuff. All these are different things. They're not affecting each other. Because I, I was like, oh, that's a good point that you do see him in the jail when they're on Asgard during Dark World. Is you still see him in the jail. Mm-hmm. When when Rocket and Thor kind of go by and everything, so I don't know. I I, I thought that as that, that that was a nice way of them kind of, I guess, tying off a loose end of being like, "We'll see." We show that it it was obviously that that Loki's a whole different adventure now to onto himself. So yeah, yeah. I think I mean I think they they did a good job of being explicit enough of like, okay, we're meddling with stuff here, but that doesn't change like the stuff that happened in the MCU happened. And we're definitely not going to acknowledge the fact that somehow Captain America is back at the end. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I it, that that one that one is that one is an ultimate like we wanted that story beat, and so we broke our own rules. And I'm I'm willing to give it to him. I. It's one but, of those things. It's like who's to say he does he didn't have some device where he was able to jump because he knew he was supposed to be there at that time or something. Yeah, like one of my only problem with that though, I again, I, I don't care about the the time quantum realm logistics of it. It's that I think, think Age it. of Ultron. <laughs> yeah, don't think about it. Uh, I think it's the there's a line of dialogue he says in Age of Ultron where I think Tony Ugh. Stark turns around to him. Yeah, I know, and he says something like, "Don't you like?" He says something like, "Don't you wish you could have it kind of like the good old life with um, oh. Hawkeye and his wife?" And oh, oh, is, around, it, oh is, 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 is it the wood chopping scene? It might be that. I don't know. I forget the specific. It has to be something with Hawkeye with his family and kids. Yeah. And Captain America, he says something like, the man who wanted all this went into the ice 70 years ago. Oh, no, that's, that's at the out. end of the movie. That, that's at the end of the movie. He says that. Whenever. It's, that's the idea. That, like, I think they're trying to have their cake and eat it, too. And I think that's much like David said. I think it makes a lot more sense for Captain America to die and for Tony Stark to finally relax. Because like we do have, I think Age of Ultron. I know Zenger was complaining about that movie a couple weeks ago, and I think that movie does have probably a lot of setup for this, especially with the the idea of Tony Stark being paranoid, Ultron trying to destroy half well, the world. With it, the meteor. It's called back too. He he calls back to it. He's like screaming at everyone. I told you this was going to happen. When Tony gets back, it's like not not a hey, how's it going? You know, thanks for imprisoning us, Tony. It's him yelling at all them that he was right and throwing chest reactors at people and collapsing on the floor but that's what i mean though is that like so you do have the element of one of them should have again i I don't want anybody i don't think anybody dies in these movies like i've already said but it's the idea that i think captain america would have to be like oh god because that's the thing he says in civil war where he's like if i see uh an issue i can't just stand by so the whole idea of him going back in time, just sitting there twiddling his fingers as Hydra's infiltrated. I'm sorry, uh, Hydra infiltrates Shield. You have he, all these. He, maybe things he happen. knew it couldn't affect. I mean, like he can't. You can't affect your own past. 
Yeah, one, but he wasn't there for any of it, though. It wasn't his past. Well, one for, for one thing, one thing real quick. We don't know that he straight up did nothing for all those years. And two, also like going through what he went through and and getting that moment where like he stared down an entire army ready to be the only one facing it. Like, I'm willing to say that he came to a point where he was like, you know what, like. I, I've I've done all that I can do. I'm I'm willing. I'm I'm ready and, and willing to 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 step out of the limelight. I don't know. It 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 was fine by me, and for me, it didn't invalidate. It's it's the character. Like these movies are written by different people with different agendas <laughs> at different times. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, uh. okay. Let's let let's be real, real quick. During Age of Ultron, yeah, they probably had like an outline or an idea of what they were going to do. But that's the problem is, just like with real comics, because ironically, like um, art, um, that, that, that whole thing, is that, yeah, they probably planned some of this stuff out, but not the exact details. And try not to close off every loophole and don't expect people to go sit there and nitpick every movie piece by piece like we're doing, which is fun. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, there's going to be stuff, but... I, I said I think the best thing is in the end, and I know we're going to continue to discuss this after the statement's made. But yes, we all enjoyed the movie, so let's continue to complain yeah. about it. Well, I mean, it's, or it's point hard out to awesome like, stuff like that battle scene at the end. Yeah, first it's hard to get like because I think review shows are so much more boring when it's like, oh, guys, wasn't that just cool? Like, it's more interesting to discuss the parts of it. But yeah, that battle at the end. I mean, when we get when we get Captain Thunder, yeah. I was a hundred percent into that. <laughs> yeah, is, is that an official name? Is that what it's called when he wields? No, that's the what hammer? I'm calling him. I'm calling. Oh, okay. Him. Coined, coined on Zingness, Captain Thunder. TM, 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 TM. TM. All right, we're, we're we're good now. Copyright. Um, um, yeah. So, no, I mean the the battle scene was great. It was just, oh, it was just one of those things. Like I said, there was so much going on. Valkyrie was there, like, like there was so they, 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 they had all the women assemble together and do that charge thing. And Peter Parker just can't keep his mouth shut about who he is to anyone. <laughs> like, th- th- yeah. I, I just was thinking about that, and I'm like, he does not shut up about who he is in these movies to anyone. Like, he meets somebody, he's like, oh hi, I'm Peter Parker. It's like it's, it's a secret identity for a reason, kid. Well, yeah, but it's other superheroes. Yeah, yeah. But I, okay, I in love, the comics, having him in, that in the comics, great. doesn't comics, yeah. doesn't he like nobody knows who he actually is? Like at certain points, it's it's a very yes, it's a very big deal that he keeps his identity secret, um, and he doesn't even tell, not even uh, other. I, I very distinctly remember an issue where he goes to go talk to the Avengers. And they're just kind of like, well, we don't have this issue necessarily because, like, we people know who we are. Like, he can't get paid for being an Avenger mm. at one point because people because he's not willing to reveal who he is. Yeah, I thought that whole Mephisto deal had something to do with everyone forgetting he was Spider-Man. Uh, are, are, let's not let's not get into. I, I, it. I wasn't trying to get too much into it, but I'm like, I thought like that made yeah. everyone forget that too, and there was like a few. Like that—that that was them pointing out that a lot of the Avengers didn't even know who he was too. Prior, even prior to that, like they very, find very out. few of them historically yeah. knew. Yeah. So, but wasn't no. the big thing with the the Civil War in the comics is him like, revealing? Yes. Yeah, that was like I was like that's why that was such a huge deal was the fact like oh my god. Yeah, it it was Tony getting him to join his side and be like, well, let me get him to unveil himself because he's one that's hidden his identity, and then 
Spider-Man's like, I don't like you, Tony, because you're kind of being a bad guy. So I'm going to go join Cap. And God, Civil War is such a mess. It, yes. Yes, it is. Like <laughs> yes, most the, comic the stuff. The comic or the movie? The, the comic and there's, there's parts of the movie I enjoy. Uh, there's a good chunk of it that I'm like, why this, why this story? Why this one? And why is Baron Zemo's plan so convoluted, insane, convoluted? It requires very deep knowledge of the Avengers' schedules and their interpersonal interactions. Um. So, getting back to the to the Thanos and stuff like that, I I right, do right, okay. and no no no. I mean that's that's perfectly fine. You you didn't have your opportunity for the movie for that yes. particular movie, but yes. It, it it's almost as convoluted as somebody else's scheme. Tune into a later episode of Knights of Vader. <laughs> plug plug plug. Um, plug plug plug. So so I, I I also enjoyed when Scarlet Witch got to fight Thanos, where that she was, was cool. It, it where she was screaming at him, she's like I'm gonna, and he's like I don't even know who you are. It it reminded me when that happened. I had a total flash to the Street Fighter movie. When uh, oh. Chung Li, when Chung Li says to oh God, I can't remember the name. Was it to, to Raw Julia? Yeah, M Bison. It's like you destroyed my village. He's like to you, it was the most important day of your life. To me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> and that's just like I was having flashbacks of that scene. It, you know, it was just great because like we all know why she's angry, and this is why time stuff's fun sometimes. It's because you did something to somebody technically in your future, their past that. They're about to get revenge for, it. and that technically just happened to her too. Since apparently everyone who got unsnappeninged just instantly came back from like thinking that it like just like there, there was no time difference for them really, except for just yeah. oh my, we're my, back now. My favorite part of all that is that Disney has now come out and said, uh, "Yes, all of Spider-Man's friends also got dissolved, which is why they're all in Far From Home." I. Th- that was something I brought up. I'm like, did they, they just get lucky and like a lot of his friends were just part of that whole thing? That's what they said, yep. I mean, the only ones you really need are just Ned, him, uh, Flash, and I guess MJ. I can't remember Which what. Which I think those are the ones in Far From Home. Yeah, I'm like, I think those are the only ones that pop up in there. And probably some nameless kids that are just going to be just extra people now in the scenes. Yep. So, so yeah, um... I, I didn't know if anyone else had anything they wanted to wanted to point out or any other big things. I I I, I, I keep going back to the fight, so I'm trying to keep my mouth shut now. So. Where was where was where was Sif in the battle? No, no, she forgotten. <laughs> she she got relegated to Agents of Shield for a couple episodes and then just kind of faded away. Like, oh. Xavier and I joke. There's a bar somewhere in the MCU where a Betty Ross, Terrence Howard, Edward Norton. Or are sitting having a drink. I guess a Jamie Alexander is there too. Not We're Natalie Portman though. Nat- Natalie Portman got redeemed. Uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, the only new thing from her in this movie was a voiceover line. Everything else was footage from another movie or a oh. body double from a distance. See, I told you, Zanger. Okay, David, thank you for saying that. Because in the Knights of Vader recording, I to- I think I told him that. And he's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Nope, it's unused footage from Dark World. Thank you. When they show her on screen. Uh, well, I tried. Uh-huh. I tried, Natalie. <laughs> She's too busy I... making box locks. Mm. A movie uh, that nobody saw. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of some other stuff in this that I, I 
mean, of course, we got the obvious. Okay, did anyone catch a Arrested Development reference? Uh, uh, yeah. This one? Yeah. Where? No, I'm just saying, did anyone catch one in this? Because there's been one in every one of their other movies, Yeah, I think. it's uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. She's the one that sees him in the elevator. Well, I'm not That's a that community. Reference. That's community, yeah. Yeah. No, wait. Oh, rest. wait. Rest uh, development. Because in... Uh, Kim Jong's also in it. Civil War, there's the there's the stair car. In yes. Infinity War, there's the blue man, which ironically on my most recent watching of it is the is the first time I actually saw it. It's, yeah, it becomes pretty obvious once you're like looking. Yeah, yeah, it. it's one of those things that when I find, I was like, oh my gosh, how have I missed that every time? So I was just like, I was just wondering if you guys had picked up on something or if there was something in this that I just had missed. Because I'm like, it's it's, it's got to be somewhere. I'm it's pr- probably there's a banana stand during the big battle at the end, in the background or something. That makes sense to me. It would be perfect. What characters now with everything done? What characters do you want to see some more from in the future? Like, if, if you could be, pick for Phase 4, what movies would you set up? Well, well I'm going to be the obnoxious person. Thank I, you. I think it's... <laughs> I, I tend to do that without even trying. Um, I think it, whether it happened Phase 4, Phase 5, Phase 45, um, I think it's inevitable they do the Thanos imperative where something happens where the whole universe starts to fall apart and they need someone who knows how to kill... Th- things better than anybody else does is who, who do we get to do that we need thanos um i think that's a foregone conclusion that he's going to come back at some point as we all know marvel loves making their uh their villains into heroes so um yeah i, I think that's uh that's going to happen whether it happens a day week month year decade uh half a century from now who knows but i think that's going to happen um, or i'd like to see that happen i want to point out something that dawned on me so thanos had been you know killing off half of the life on a few planets here and there. So when he did the snap, did it kill off the remaining life? I mean, the other half of that. So some planets got basically, they were only down to 25% of their pop. They got hosed in that deal. (laughs) Sorry. I was just thinking about that for some reason. I was like sitting there. I was like, so if he's been doing this to a ton of different planets, and then on top of that, he snaps and it, it indistinguishably just goes through and eliminates half the. Did some of if those plants get really just screwed over? If it's indiscriminate, then you probably had entire planets wiped out and some that like weren't, depending on how much. I mean, that know, would be really weird if it was there. like one guy on one planet got dissolved, but then everyone but one guy on another planet got dissolved. I mean, I, I imagine it was hey, where half is of everybody? all wipes on all planets, but I don't know. I. Who knows? I just wanted to point that out since since Zach was talking about the the cancer verse and Thanos coming back, and I was like, "Huh, yeah, he really did a good job of killing a ton of people." And then after he was done killing half of those people, killed the other half. So technically, twenty five percent are now left on some planets. But mm-hmm. um, is that is that all you got, Zach? Uh, no. Well, I, I you guys, I, I defer to your better judgment. But I do think my prediction for an end credit scene. This I thought they were going to do something. Like with the Fantastic Four, and I know. Put, put aside the contract stuff because it's Disney; they can do whatever they want. They write; they're going to own Fox in a couple of months. Back when this was being still made, or technically they could have done it in post production. Um, I was surprised something didn't happen where Herbie came through a portal where Reed Richards monitors all the different dimensions, and he, they do something to alert uh, alert the Fantastic Four. I figured they'd do something like that. Um, clearly, that could still happen. 
Uh, well, according to according to Kevin Feige, it's going to be at least five years before we see X Men in the yeah. That one surprised me because I they they've kind of alluded to that they want to give the current run its like. Well, the thing with these, the thing with movies is like they have like they plan these movies were planned out years and years and years in advance. That's why the TV shows and movies can't really cross over. It's because they're working on very different time schedules. And like I know everybody's like, oh yeah, no, they'll bring the X Men in, but it's like Kevin Feig sat down four years ago and planned out Phase Five, you know, uh, or Phase Four, whatever next phase we're coming on to. And it's like, sure, maybe there's like maybe there will be hints or like maybe a character gets to pop up, but we're not going to be like, by the way, guys, in 2021, here's the X Men movie. You know, I think I think we're still at least a few years out. Oh, yeah, but I thought they'd do something like Herbie. You can throw Herbie into a post-crisis. I'm glad they didn't, because that would have been like, what are we all talking about coming out of there? Oh, the Fantastic Four. Oh. I, I, you know what? I, I've, as I said, I feel like this movie does – it sets up stuff, but I feel like it is truly – so it not having a post credit scene I feel is a good thing. I For agree. it to be a encapsulation of this is the end of this per se minus a spider-man something it's or the another. end of this story yeah the, yeah the spider-man epilogue the the, the spider-man let's let's now actually set up some stuff mm-hmm. for, for oh yeah i think coming. the spider-man will kind of be like hey let's actually deal with the ramifications of people coming back and so, all of that so um so david where would you want stuff to head or wh- i if- don't want to see another avengers film at least for a while i want characters to have smaller more personal stories and when the next uh big thing happens i don't want it to be like you can't go bigger than this you can't uh i want smaller more personal stakes because like the escalation even got annoying with these three phases i mean age of ultron god the threat does not feel real at any at any point in that movie for me uh and I think, you know, now you've gone to like, oh, so like half a life in the galaxy is destroyed to Thanos is going to destroy all life in the galaxy and rebuild it. It's like we can't now go to like oh, someone else is going to destroy the world. It's like the heroes are going to win. You know Big what? Blue light in the sky. Thank you. Um, also, I completely forgot that he altered his plan to that. Yes. I, that's what he, I completely he, forgot that, that during his villain monologue, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to do this instead. And I'm like, hmm. Kind of forgot about that, considering what happened immediately afterwards. I was too like, wow. Well, yeah, I mean, he said it very quickly, and then it went batshit wild for half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, go ahead. Well, yeah, just I, I just hope that they spend some time really digging into these characters, and it's not just building up to the next time. The world is threatened, and oh no, will we win? Yes. Uh, for me... Um, had this thought cross my mind. Thor's in space with the Guardians. Has Stormbreaker with him. I want Beta Ray Bill. I want Beta Ray Bill so bad. Well, I, I, speaking of that, I have a question. Uh, when when old man Steve Rogers comes back, does he have the hammer with him? No. no. I'm pretty sure he went like the stones and put it back. He, yeah, he would have had oh, to put he? it back. During, oh, okay. Yeah, he would have had to return it with the ether. Or the rea- or the yeah the reality stone. Um, I would like to see. I I would love nothing more than to have Beta Ray Bill appear, especially in a James Gunn movie. I mean, we already kind of had him teased, right? Yeah. I mean, like I, 
it's i mean they, they can just be like oh no that was just someone of the same race i i would like to see that i think that thor and him versus adam warlock would be great this is just me just spitballing <laughs> um guardians of the galaxy 3 as for other stuff i <laughs> think that yes i agree they they should start kind of almost rebuilding again uh one of, of the so, go uh, ahead so uh, when I, I went and saw this movie at the Alamo Draft House, and they had like a pretty good so recap. Lucky. God dang it. Yeah, so it was great. They had a pretty good recap of all of the stories uh, beforehand. And at one point, they were, you know, talked about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And they're like, and they tease Adam Warlock, which will be relevant unless it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> which, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of how he fits in now. They'll figure out some way to make him fit. I, I, I know they will, but. Uh, a villain turned hero. That's how it's probably going to happen. Um, so that that's what I like to see from Guardians, since Thor's with them. Plus, I think the whole him being with them is just a genius move to go I, with. It's something I wanted. To, I well, what I wanted, and I didn't want the rest of the losers to come back. I wanted the Guardians of the Galaxy to compose of Thor, Rocket, and Valkyrie. Uh, and this, I, and that was like kind of a pipe dream of mine. So we're getting so much closer than I thought we actually would. Um, and I, I kind of like Valkyrie just being like. She's in charge of what's remaining of yeah. the Asgardians. It's because she kind of wasn't big on the whole fighting. She's good at fighting, but she's not big on it. It seemed like from a lot of the stuff. Yeah, so, I I, I kind of like that 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 she's around if they need her, but not something to where. She, I mean, who knows? Who knows? We could get the the it, it's it's is is it a team? Is the all female Avenger? Yes. Okay. I I keep thinking that's wrong because of the actual a team, but but I. I'd like to think that that's a possibility, but who knows? I, I don't. Maybe it could be. Ooh, um, let's do She-Hulk. Yeah, that's something I would want. I, I would really want that. I, I really want that. You know, TV show, some any anything. Um, as for something I would want, I don't know how they do it. I would kind of want Dark Avengers. I think that that would be really cool to have some of these villains pop back up as a course. That, but I'm like, I don't know how they do that because secret, I mean, not secret, Civil War plays into that and a lot of stuff plays into the, the I mean, the population kind of trusting the villains taking the superhero roles more than the superheroes. But I, I would like Dark Avengers at some point. I think that would be cool, but who knows? Well, I, I have two questions for you, too. Um, first, I know, I, I agree with Dave. Let's, let's put the Avengers moniker on ice for a few years. But if that word, like, let's say, I don't know, 2024, we do another Avengers movie. Obviously, Captain Marvel is being positioned as the new Iron Man of this new going forward. Valkyrie's being positioned as the new Thor going forward. I don't think so. No, you don't think so? Well, I, I Thor's think the new Thor. Thor's the new Thor, yeah. Thor's no, I mean, Earth, Earth's mightiest heroes in that sense. You have to have a handful of people that are going to protect the Earth. Would that be the I Doctor Strange is the new Thor? Be more, I think there's going to be more um, intergalactic stakes well, now. We know we, know we have, we know we have a, a Shang-Chi movie coming. Um, I can't remember who else has kind of been like announced slash teased. Well, that's my second point. I'm glad you brought it up, David. Is that apparently Namor's uh, hinted at in this. Between the, 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 the line that... Yeah, and oh, uh, yeah, well, the whales, that's, the uh, whales that, in the, the Hudson River. No, see, I think <laughs> that's, that's reading on the internet. I think that's reading it as something that's not there. I don't know. They claim that he's on the short list. Like he, 
I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, that might happen. But again, that's a character they also just God. got back. I love that this this time in 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 fandoms to where we can have that like ear snark can look back and be like, oh, this was teased that, and this was teased that, or this was something that was in talks, and then well, none of it comes to be. Right. It's. I mean, it's it's what it's he even says like the the river's less crowded and less polluted. And that's why we're getting. And now the whales. there's a ton of more whales. What he said? There's a pot of whales. That's like three. <laughs> I, I just, I just like to think that now there's a ton more whales. Just there's, yeah, there's just like the whales river. everywhere. <laughs> Namor's, but Namor's moving some whales. I mean, if Namor's around and Namor is like kind of a dick, I don't yeah. think I think we would know about it. Yeah. Um. I, go ahead, Zach. Well, I just think the idea, whoever, probably the idea is that like whoever Thanos did, kind of like I can't believe I'm going to make this comparison, but kind of like um, the end of Batman v Superman with Jesse Eisenberg, like the bell is wrong and it can't be unwrong. I imagine like what Thanos did ding, probably ding, ding. sat. Th- ding, 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 ding. I imagine it's probably that philosophy is the fact that Thanos just got every much like how with Iron Man in 2008 by him saying that it got everybody's attention. I think that's what Vision says in one of the like what Civil War. I think what Thanos did definitely made. It got every, anybody who was even slightly anybody in this universe. It got their attention. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I don't know. I think it's again. I defer to the experts here. Um, I think you brought up a good point, which was brought up by you brought up a good point, which was originally brought up by David Ginsburg on the first Avengers episode of Kang. Yeah, in. Kang. Yeah, that. I think that's how they're going to fix their time travel problems with all this. That, that's going to be their their Deus Ex Machina as to how they're going to fix all this, good or bad. David, your your thoughts on that one? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think I don't think they're gonna. They would be wise to never dip their foot back into time travel stuff again and talk about it. Just like let it have happened. I don't think you need well, Kang coming in and be like, and now we said it all right. I mean, that, that could be like Kang is now like you guys traveled in time and I'm here to punch you. Yeah, that's. Cool I, I, that. I I figured okay. it would be more of, of that lines of you can't. He can't undo what's done. But you're going to be punished for what you did, sort of thing. I, I don't know. It's who knows with it. But I, I, I think I think that, that that yes, that that would be a good you know villain to bring up later. But like I said, I feel that the best thing they can do now is start to rebuild and start small and grow everything back up again. Yeah, I agree. So, so yes, all I, I all I want is Iron Man versus Doctor Doom. That's all I want. Just give me give having it on TV is because it's sad. Like you have. Uh, Morgan Stark eating her cereal and something like a fictionalized account of Doctor Doom versus Iron Man. Just give me that. That's all I want. I, I, it doesn't need to be canon. Just give me something like that in one of these movies. I'll, I'll contact the people I know at Disney+. Plus. Thank you, to, sir. To, to give you that exact thing of having her sit down with a bowl of uh, Spideos and yes, and be like, oh, cool. Daddy's cartoon show's on. I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Alright, I don't know if anyone had any final thoughts on this. No, said quite a bit. We we have it's said neat. a lot. We've it's neat. A lot. Uh, Go watch it in a the theater in the loudest, biggest <laughs> screen you can find. Yes, I agreed. So on that uh, well, first I want to point out that after we're done here, there's gonna be a extra little bit of me and Eric recording before and of course after seeing it, so you can get our first impressions from that. So that's a little bit of extra stuff that we'll play after the music um, for the end of the show. So definitely stay tuned for that. You get some, 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 some zing this right after, like literally right after we walked out of the theater and I was 
violently dehydrated from all the popcorn and um, not drinking that day. So, so yeah, his kidneys were st- his kidneys are still recovering. They actually yeah. probably are, to be honest. Like I was not that was not a smart move for me. But god dang, I didn't have to pee that entire movie. <laughs> So, um, where can people find more from you guys? I will, of course, start with David. Uh, you can find me, as mentioned earlier, on the Movie Go Round podcast and the Broke Bot Mountain podcast and around the internet under the username DavLuz. That is D-A-V-L-U-Z. So, Twitter and Instagram, you can find me there. And, and of course, you do the Broke Bot with the with, great... Uh, with the fictional Phil Rude. The fictional Phil Rude. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Great to hear. And, and Zach, where can people, unfortunately, find more from you? I'd like to meet this fictional Phil Roots on doubt. He sounds like a hoot. He, he's that and a half. He's, he's pretty great. He's pretty great. If he existed. If, yes, right. yes. If, yeah, if, if, if he was if. real. Uh, you can find me on the Cinematis podcast where we talk about weird movies, especially we talk about weird movies like Avengers Endgame. And on Knights of Vader with Zenger, his side podcast, where all we do is talk about Avengers stuff on a Star Wars podcast. Help us, folks. This film is bleeding into all areas of society and culture. Yes, um, I, I think the episode that would technically be coming out the same day as this one is um, what we can learn from <laughs> Avengers Endgame for Last Jedi. I don't think we learn anything from the discussion. Uh, one thing, one thing we were able to pull from. There's, there's one thing in this movie that I think uh, JJ saw at some point and was like, hmm, well, time travel. Kind of, well, not time travel, but at least going back to familiar locales. Let's just put it that way. All right. Well, um, definitely check that out. Uh, of course, you know where to find Zygnus, hopefully, and uh, stay tuned after this short little music for the first, the pre-show, and then first reaction. Right, so this is the pre-show. Pre-show. Yes, it's you got you got me Zinger and of course me Eric the Iceberg. Yes, uh, we are preparing to go into Endgame. Um, I have officially watched all of the MCU leading up to this point. Oh do oh boy. And I uh, I just watched some recap videos. I I condensed it. <laughs> what I should have done. Got it. Or or should have watched the Jimmy Kimmel. Um the uh, yeah, yeah the 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 um start the fire, start the fire. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome so um so what are your expectations going into this well so of course uh, at this point this is friday afternoon it's 5 45 the movie's been out for about 24 hours now and obviously the review's been great but everyone i know who has seen it so far is just it's been nothing less than amazing so that's kind of what i'm expecting so not to hype myself up too much but i'm pretty much expecting the best freaking cinematic viewing experience of my life I, I am right there with you. Um, do you have any prediction, any last-minute predictions you want to say? I do. So uh, one thing that I'm predicting, and I predicted this before people were saying it, um, but there, everyone is saying there is one shot in the movie that is, they're saying, the best shot in the entire MCU. And I've had this idea for a while that there's going to be a shot, and it's going to be like right before the big fight with Thanos and his forces, and it's going to be, they're going to resurrect all the heroes who died, they're going to have this big shot, and it's going to be all, not just all the heroes though, but it's going to be the Wakandan forces, it's going to have S.H.I.E.L.D., it's going to have the Nova Corps, and then all of the Avengers and Guardians and other heroes, all just in a big shot, getting ready to go fight uh, Thanos. That's my my prediction of what that shot is. 
All right, awesome. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna say any because I kind of did. I didn't look him up. I know stuff that possibly could happen from very reliable sources. So I will not say anything. And I'll, I'll recap later on one thing that got ruined for me by um, a very, very weird item. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Uh, so we'll recap that after. But I am excited to see this. I, yes. I, I, like I said, uh, eleven years. 2020 this will be the 22nd movie 22nd, yeah, 22nd movie 22nd, 22nd. and um yeah um i i i i expect to leave this theater with my jaw firmly on the floor yeah I, i'm right there with you all this is the slowest work day i've had in a long time and all day i've just been like come on come on gotta get done so i can go to the movies uh any pre-game stuff you did to make sure to to um for before this uh yes i've kept my liquid intake to a minimum today i said i wasn't going to drink anything uh after lunch however i did uh it was cake day at work so i had a, a, a little canned uh, nitro coffee uh but that was at least uh that was at this point about three hours ago i'm feeling good gonna probably try and squeeze out every last drop the at least a couple times so other than that it's just been that and getting ready i um did the same thing nice to try not to drink too much and i'm going to thoroughly eat probably two large things of popcorn one of them before the previews are even done, so I can go get that free refill. <laughs> oh yeah, got it. You got to get your money's worth. I, I am going to, so I I look forward to being like water afterwards. Yeah, my I actually think my first, the sheets is right up the street. I'm thinking my first uh, thing after this. Plus, I have like a half sandwich that was left over for lunch for my dinner. So I really think afterwards it's gonna be a straight straight shot to sheets. Get a giant bottle of water and like a sh- monster sandwich or something like that. Awesome. Well, we're going to go in, so we'll join you guys, I guess, on, on the other side. All right. Hello. We we just got out of the theater. Just just walked in. We're sitting in the car. So if there was any wind sound earlier from the first record, it's gone. So it's, I had really bad gas. I'm sorry. That's actually what it was. So um, both of us successful on not having to use the bathroom like chumps. I I mean, he, I'm between having not drank anything for the past like eight hours plus the woman doused in patchouli in front of us. I've got one. Heck of a headache right now, but uh, but I'm feeling good. It, the, the adrenaline is coursing through me and is countering acting that right now. Yes, I, I'm in the very same boat. So, um, wow, wow, indeed. What you what what do you think besides wow? What does that stand for? Um, I don't feel I wasted my time on all the other movies. I mean, yes, the year, but but the recent marathon of movies leading <laughs> up to this, I don't think I wasted my time. I was thoroughly impressed i'm very excited for the future even though it's kind of not real i mean there's certain pieces put into place but there's not a lot uh no i i agree with you i think it did a good job first and foremost wrapping up the past decade slash 21 films leading into this 22nd film and i think it leaves a lot of possibility as to where they can go and obviously marvel is eight steps ahead of us and they know where they're gonna go but i think it's very much teased everyone and everyone's gonna be talking about potentially where where the mcu is gonna go next i mean i i want to say i care where it goes but at the same time i don't because this was a perfect almost perfect conclusion to these films It, it was all of that leading up to 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 this like this was the culmination of all those films with of course little pieces flying off to go do its own thing of course in the next few films 
Uh, you're you're absolutely right. Um, if they were like, this is the end of the MCU, and we're going to take a hiatus, like I would. I mean, I'd be sad that there's no more interconnected movies, but I honestly, uh, I I would kind of be okay with it. It was a very fitting ending, and um, we're, you're okay with them talking. You know, you're going to put a spoilers warning on this, this right? This is actually going at the end of the episode after the discussion. Okay, cool. Uh, so, but so, but people aren't going to like, so yeah, we can talk. Yeah, okay, yeah. I you know I think it is so freaking fitting that we started this whole journey with Tony Stark and he and really despite the movies even the ones where he wasn't in it this was his path and it was a very for him this was like that was the just i mean it culminated with him he he gave his he gave his life and i it's very fitting i think it's very fitting i i agree captain america sort of coming to his end to well his his conclusion was was interesting thor not having his but at, at, i don't know thor's kind of confusing they kind of did some weird stuff with his character that I don't mind, but I, I I'd like that he's with the Guardians of the Galaxy now. I you know I I think that because I, I remember there had been talk before even the the first one came out. I remember hearing talk of Thor showing up in uh, Guardians anyway. So I I especially with the tone of uh, Ragnarok, I think it's very fitting that he is with them, and I'm very excited uh, for for Volume Three for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three because we're gonna have. I hope they just call it uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, <laughs> and 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 yeah, also as Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, <laughs> oh, if they don't do it, yeah, they mentioned that in the movie. Yeah. If they don't do that, it's a wasted opportunity. Come on, Marvel! I know you're listening, Kevin Feige. I know you're listening to this thing, this podcast. Please, please put it on. Uh, no, going back to Cap, I I just I'm so happy for the man because I actually did have the thought. I was like, you know, this guy went from scrawny to muscled out war hero and that is how and then he was frozen for 70 years and then that is how he's lived his life is as as a tool of of shield as a soldier and i'm so glad he got to live his life and got to be with peggy and that was fantastic i i very enjoyed a lot of the callbacks a lot of the and and i know that a lot of people have said this this movie did seem to just kind of breeze by almost It, it kept a good pace it got slow at a few certain points, but it got slow because it needed to. I I agree completely. I think the first like two thirds really freaking good, but that final act oh. was that. I mean that that was seriously one of the most impressive things I have ever seen in it, across any medium. Like the fact that they just brought so much, and I I basically called it my you, prediction. You did. I, you did uh, minus the Nova. Corps. I was gonna say we didn't get Nova Corps. We didn't really we, get any. We, you thought we did for a second. Uh, exactly. Day. I thought we were getting some, but you know, I didn't even mention. I did think of this earlier, but I didn't mention the uh, the, uh, the the doctors of the wizards, and so they were there, and we didn't really get Shield, but I'm sure there was some Shield agents yeah, in there sure, somewhere. Sure, but why not? Why yeah, not? I was gonna say we we just got all these massive forces. We got that shot, which we got to see 800 times in slow mo because we got to see everyone. Yeah. Um, no, okay, so the the battle scene at the end, I feel, I know that there's like, don't spoil Infinity War, I mean, don't, sorry, don't spoil Endgame, I feel that if I describe that scene to somebody, they wouldn't believe me. You're right, because it's one of those, like, I, I thought this was going to be it, even before we knew that there was this crazy shot slash scene. But I didn't think they would actually pull it off. I thought we would maybe get these quick glimpses of people coming back, but then you'd get maybe like the main 
the main heroes, but I mean the fact that we're getting we got like basically everyone who has ever been a warrior of sorts or a superhero in the MCU was there. Mm-hmm. I I very enjoyed it. It it was awesome. It was it exceeded my expectations because I went into this one kind of not knowing, and I will say this. The spoilers I heard must have been from an older script, because certain beats were there, but they like different care. It it happened to different characters, like Cap was supposed to be the one that died instead of Tony, in this in the spec script. I or the I guess the the th- the spoiler I heard was that was him, and that it, they didn't actually take the Infinity Stones. They just where Tony created something that copied their power. But it, it basically the, all all the same beats still happen. It's just kind of a few different people got shifted around. So it's interesting. Um, I I also for Thor's story, I thought it was kind of weird that he he kind of got what he wanted. He got his revenge, but it didn't sit well with him because it was kind of I guess a hollow revenge. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, he he killed he killed the Mister Snappy himself. But yeah, it just sort of was like they can't. They couldn't undo initially with what they knew and what they had. They they couldn't undo it, and uh, yeah. So, um, I I think the thing with Thor is he's not human. So I feel like you can he's a blank slate, and so I think that's why I think now that it took a few movies, but I think they figured out what they kind of want to do with him. He Thor's a complicated character to work with, and I mean I think they've got a nice like gist of what to do with him now. So, I mean, not that they did it before, it's just when you, Asgard's gone, that, that whole thing, I mean, they got new Asgard, but that's, I, I guess, something. So, I, like I said, I, I enjoy them, them visiting that, I enjoy everything they did with that, I enjoyed, like I said, they did a phenomenal job, but I have an interesting question for you if you want me to get conspiracy theory here. Let's do it. Did you notice who was an executive producer? Um... I saw uh, James Gunn and, and, that, that's, uh, and that's Kevin. That's the one. And... James Gunn was wasn't supposed to have anything to do with this or something. Remember? Well, but he's back now. Right, so I it's know like he's this back. Whole weird, like. Well, I'm wondering if because it, because the, didn't I mean the movie was basically done? Yeah. The movie was basically done when the that originally that whole incident happened. So I mean they. I don't think they would have taken it away. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering how they're going to do Spider-Man now because, well, I guess most of his classmates didn't get snapped out of existence, well, or did? Sorry, did get snapped out of existence. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out because five years passed. So the ones who didn't would be, you know, they'd be college or young adults, whereas they're back in high school. So I'm wondering. This this is the don't think about it. About right, I was gonna say because I started thinking because some of the people like I was like like obviously when uh, when Hawkeye's back his daughter is old his kid or no his kids because his kids were snapped duh so yeah no so he's older but his kids Scott are there Lang. but then Scott Lang that's that's what I'm thinking of yeah. so when Scott Lang is there his daughter is is five years older and she's no longer the little girl we saw in in the the Ant Man movies and uh, so you've seen that but then yeah then you see others coming back and it's sort of like. Some people are going to be five years older. Some people are going to be as they were five years ago. And in certain instances, that wouldn't be bad. But then you also have, what about the people who have moved on and they have found new love and then all of a sudden their loved ones are back. And then, yeah, that's when you start just kind of... This is is the part of the um, 
of the time travel movie where you don't think about it. <laughs> so uh, o- overall, though, I I would definitely say a an amazing movie. I would love to see it again, just because now, now I know what's going to happen. I I can I can go into it with you know the knowledge of you know I I know what to expect. So so yeah. Yeah, no, I, it's definitely one I want to see again with the, the knowledge of what is to come. Uh, and, yeah, I, uh, I, do, I do have a I – th- I, I, I said earlier I had a theory. I don't know if I hold to that theory anymore, but the more I thought about it just sitting here. Go for it. However, so we know that moving forward, we're, we are past the Infinity Saga, and we are starting, well, after Far From Home. For all intents and purposes, we're, we're done. And we're going to be moving into a new phase. And obviously, a lot of those characters survived and they're going on. But with the recent Fox acquisitions, the biggest things there's Marvel Cinem- Marvel Studios now has X-Men and Fantastic Four back. Fantastic Four, they're free to do what they want to to introduce them into the MCU. I'm wondering if somehow, somehow they introduce mutants in a way that somehow it had something to do with the 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 effects of the coming back from the snap. It, it could. I mean, that, that's the thing. They aren't going to announce anything apparently till after Spider Man. Even then, like I I don't know if we should believe anything because there's that Vision Wanda thing that how's that supposed to happen? So. I, I no I I agree because I was thinking like are they going to even I mean I feel like it's going to be a while before they even because there's still X Men movies coming out in that. Yeah, and Fox they, and they've said, I think Disney has said they want that to have its end. Right, exactly. So I feel like they have time. If they haven't figured it out, they have time to figure it out or to somehow bring them together. But I was I was thinking about that. I was like, I wonder if somehow they're going to talk about how the effects of coming back from the snap cause mutations and so I don't know. Who knows? Because I know that kind of retcons and gets rid of a lot of different things. But we'll come to that when we come to that. But yes, Fantastic Four now I think can be introduced. And uh I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe old Doctor Doom will be the next uh, big bad of the MCU. My guess is the Kree are going to be the next big bads. That's my guess. Interesting. So, just, I mean, because if you're setting up a lot more space stuff with Captain Marvel and with the Guardian, the Asgardians of the, the Galaxy. Asgardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows where they're going to go with this? I, I said this movie blew me away. It was phenomenal. I, I like, like I said, I... I think I need a day or two to really process it. And, of course, this will be put at the end of the uh, roundtable episode. So this is kind of a nice little see what I said then versus see what I said now. So so anyways, so thank you guys uh, for listening. Uh, any any last words from you, sir? Uh, obviously, I, I would tell you, make sure you see it. But if you're listening at this point, I it, yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> I really hope you did see it because otherwise we just spoiled a lot of stuff for you. So yes, but so anyway, yes, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did because it's it was fantastic. Yes. All right. Well, back to the back to the other part of the other show.